Hey everyone, we're X Roommates, there's three of us, and this is our podcast, hosted by Phil, Josh, and Brady. Our episode today is sponsored, and you'll hear more about them later. Thanks for tuning into our stories, and let's get started. So in today's episode, we will be discussing our hobbies and everything that we like to do. And for me, this is my favorite hobby right now is for sure collecting and playing vinyl records. And it's something that I want to say started maybe four or five years ago, like right out of high school when I started. How did this start? This actually started back at the swap meet that happens over on Sports Arena Boulevard down in Mm -hmm. PB. I used to go there. Yeah, I remember going there. It's a great place. They have some great everything yeah, there. There's some solid finds. Yeah. For sure. And uh, I was walking around one day and I saw a record bin that somebody was selling out of. And at the time, I was really into an artist whose name was Peter Frampton. Mm. Uh, if you don't know who Peter Frampton is, I suggest you highly look him up. And he's, this, he's the guy that did the song, Baby, I Love Your Way. Ooh, baby, I love your way. It's a beautiful song. And Especially when you sing it. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> and while I was looking for it, or while I was looking in the record bin, there was the Frampton Comes Alive, which is the only live album that he did on record. And I just kind of like decided to buy it. I didn't even have a, a record player yet. I just saw this vinyl and I was like, I love this album. Let me get something like physical copy of this album. Mm-hmm. And then I think shortly after that, I went to Cole's the clothing store because they also sell a little bit of everything. And that's actually where I bought my first record player. That's why at Kohl's, Kohl's, which is funny or not. Josh currently owns this record. I thought you said you got it at Ross. Was it Ross? Ross. I feel like it was Ross. It might've been Ross, but Kohl's and Ross are definitely similar. Yeah. It might've been Ross. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Ross has like a bunch of random stuff, but Coles does too, but I think Ross is like more, more random. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's right, very yeah. fair. It's hard to go into Ross looking for something specific. Like you go into Ross for Ross to tell you to some tell you what you want. Like, yeah, like less. Target. So this is a good opportunity for us to tell you all that our podcast today is sponsored by Coles, <laughs> Ross, and Target. Yes, all three at the same time. Go to both. Use the code three XR at checkout for zero percent discount. Both for all three of them. Yes course <laughs> <laughs> and so after after back on the vinyl records after that i started i went home and obviously played that record right away and it just kind of the sound that was created and pushed out of that record was really mind-blowing for me especially with the speakers i had at the time mm-hmm. these were like the the dolby digital like surround sound like in the entire room that i was in at the moment mm-hmm. i could hear every little nook and cranny and then, of course, it was an older record, and if you've never had experience working with vinyl records before, they occasionally skip, because the way that the sound is produced is the cuts into the vinyl itself. Mm-hmm. So if you accidentally like flick a record the right way, you can potentially break the record. Mm-hmm. And after that, it just started like this huge trend of me going, for sure, out of my way and spending more money than I should mm-hmm. on buying a bunch of vinyl records. And what was the most recent one I got? Oh, there was an uh, artist whose name was Nujabes. Oh, yeah. I saw that you posted that. 
Yeah. I haven't listened to them in a while. It's it's but really, really good. good. Yes. yes. I love him. So interesting fact about New Job is he died in a car accident back in 2004. So all yeah. of his vinyl is super, super expensive because he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. But yeah, uh, I paid 80 bucks for that vinyl and I got it shipped from Japan. Two How long did it take to get here? Two weeks. That's pretty good. Like that. Yeah. Nice. I said that the estimated delivery date was going to be like September, but oh, it came here oh, wow. two months before that. Nice. All right. So yeah. Yeah. I like that you brought up records, Brady, because you have obviously, like you have said mm-hmm. earlier, you, you're starting to inspire me to get into that as well. Yeah. So it was like a month or no, longer than a month ago, a month or two ago when you gave me your old record player and I've been, I've been using it and I like it. I've, I've gotten a couple records since then. Um, what have you been listening to on, on it? I barely have any. I only have four total, but I have the Star Wars original soundtrack from the from the original first movie, A New Hope. And awesome. and Brady and I found that at a Goodwill, got yeah. it for two dollars. Looked it up to see how much it would have normally cost. Fifty dollars. Got it for two dollars. Yeah. This is why Goodwill. everybody should go thrifting because nobody knows what they have and they give it away. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so I got that. I really like listening to that one. And then I also have uh, the Kid Cudi record, Man on the Moon, which is one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. It's like the first, Kid Cudi is the first um, hip hop artist that I I really started getting into. So, and Brady got me that. Yeah, that was your birthday present like two years ago? Something like that. Yeah. And like I had it, but I never had a record player, so now I can listen to it. So I have that. And then I also have a Stravinsky record. It has a bunch of Stravinsky pieces, which is great. And then what's the other one I have? Oh, I have one that is the music from 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is, I forget which orchestra it is, but the recording was conducted by Leonard Bernstein. And which is really, really amazing and, yeah. and awesome to have. So I actually got that record at Amoeba Music. Oh, you did. Yeah, I forgot. And we now, went there. and now they're they're gone. Yeah. So the the one in LA is gone. The, I think well, yeah. the one out in the Midwest is still open. Yeah. So. Okay. So anyway, yeah, vinyls. I'm I'm kind of getting into that too. I'm not at the same level as Brady yet, though. But I I glad I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's something I've definitely been enjoying lately. Yeah. Yeah. My so, brother just bought some vinyls too, actually. Oh, you did? My brother did. Oh, your brother? Okay. Yeah, because he's looking. He's looking into getting a record player. He still hasn't gotten the record player yet, but he bought the vinyls first, and he bought every single 1975 album on vinyl. I wow. don't know why, but I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say he that. He loves 1975. That's his favorite band, like hands down. Yeah, they're they're one of my favorites too. I don't I don't think I've ever heard like a song of theirs, and if I have, I, I bet you have. I couldn't put it to the band. Yeah, I bet I bet you've heard a song. They have a very unique sound. Nice man. Mm-hmm. Proud of them. <laughs> and there's the, to quickly bounce back to the vinyl before we yeah. go into one of your guys' favorite hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an app called Discogs, and Discogs the way that it works is that you can actually catalog your entire inventory that you have of all the records. They have barcodes on the back. You can say I have this one. It'll show you the year, what type of record it is. It'll show you if it's an import from a different mm-hmm. country or something along those lines. And with the newest vinyl I got, 
I want to say a week ago, which is the new Jabez mm-hmm. vinyl. I currently have 101 records. And I posted this picture online, which is great. And I love the fact that I have this. I will say right now, I have easily spent over a grand on buying all these records. Just the records alone? Yeah. Like Not I've, including the the record players? Correct. And, yeah. Correct, correct. And record players are a whole different deal if you want to mm-hmm. drop a lot of money on a really good record player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was looking online, and they give you, like, an average of the amount of money for every record, the cheapest it's been sold, the most average, and then the most expensive. And my collection is currently, if it was priced at the most expensive for everything, my collection is worth about 5200 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's, yeah. that's super cool. Yeah, it sounds like a great hobby. Yeah, it's, it's an expensive hobby, but I, I can't explain the sound that gets produced mm-hmm. off of listening to a record because it surrounds you and it like hits you in like a deep place in your heart where you're like, oh, I feel like a n- different connection to this album now. Brady's just a regular audiophile. Yes, I try. I'm just mm-hmm. better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll talk about something i've been really into lately you guys probably won't be surprised by this at all but really ever since we started doing the podcast it's inspired me to get a lot more into the the processes behind music production and just producing in general since like right now as we're recording and talking i'm handling all of that through all my gear and stuff so i've really started to get into that and and like what that's all about so like whenever I have free time, right? I just I hop onto my computer. I have I have Logic Pro now. Before I just had GarageBand, I would mess around with GarageBand. Everyone's probably done that from time to time, but Logic Pro is like the the big advanced professional version of GarageBand. It's uh has a lot of features that are super cool. So whenever I have free time, I just hop into Logic Pro and I just try to make something, something musical. Whether that's just making a little four-bar loop with some I don't know, something that's been inspiring me, like some middle melody, or maybe I'll record something and make it sound all weird and put these like plugins and stuff on it. But it's this whole world that I always knew was a thing in the in the music world, but I had never really invested any time into it other than just messing around in GarageBand and and actually also when I was in when I was in college for my music minor, I took a digital music class and it was focused primarily in utilizing GarageBand. So I had that experience and I really enjoyed it. But since then, it had just been kind of a thing. Did you guys maybe use ever just, just GarageBand in that class? Mm-hmm. Just GarageBand. Interesting. I, yeah, it was just GarageBand. I took, a, so. I took a class in middle school where we did GarageBand. Oh, yeah? It was like one of those like summer, like week-long oh, yeah? classes that you could take. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. I bet. Yeah. And a little little interesting fact about Josh, I believe, is that he actually wrote the intro and the outro of the podcast. Yes, I did. Yes, he did. So that little, that little jig is Josh's. Yes. Everyone, let's give him a round of applause, everyone. Brady, it sounds like you're doing this. <laughs> All right, our Excellent. podcast just became a an ASMR. A, an ASMR. <laughs> Welcome to the three X roommates podcast. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that music, and then I 
I master all the, the podcast tracks. So when you're listening to this recorded, I did all the editing for it. He, he's Josh is the podcast is what we're saying. Hello there. It's you. It me. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, that's been something I've, I've been really into and I, I want to continue to, to get into more and learn more about how Logic Pro works and how music production works. Like there's this class, I really want to take it, but I'm too busy right now to, to do it. It's, it's put on by this guy named Andrew Huang. Have you guys heard of him? No. I don't think so, no. He's uh, mainly a YouTuber, but he's, he's a huge in music production and he writes songs and he has all these, these videos on YouTube about how to, how to do it better and his suggestions and things like that. And he's really, really good. His videos are awesome. I'm sure Phil, you would really appreciate his, his videography and editing and, and that kind of thing. So you, I mean, even for that reason alone, you should check it out. Yeah, I want to, <clears throat> but so he has this online class where it's 30 days and it's like, 250 bucks so it's like kind of expensive but i read a ton of reviews and videos from people who have taken it and they learn a lot he basically teaches you how to do everything you need to know how to produce mix master uh, a track like a, a professional sounding hit song he tells you everything that you need to do and i really want to take it someday just not right now but is it, is it a is it one of those master classes or is this just like an online it's course it's an actual course. It's not like through a college or anything like that. Okay. But there is a thing called master class. Like, is that what you're talking you're yeah, to? Yeah, where they bring in a bunch of other people. Yeah, it's not one of those. Okay. But I forget what the website is is, is put through, but it's really cool. And I, I want to do it. <clears throat> so eventually I'll, I want to do that. And so I can learn more about what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. Thanks, man. Nice. Uh, especially once you get all settled in. Fun fact: Between the last inter our last podcast session and now, Josh just got a new job. All right, everybody, let's Correct. clap it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh got a new teaching gig at. I did. I'll let, I'll can let we, you can we talk about it. Can we see? I'll, well, let, I'll let him talk about it as much as he would like. We to. Yeah. we could talk about it, but I think before we do that, we should take a word from our sponsors. All right, everyone, thanks for taking a listen to that. So, yes, as the other boyos were referring to, I did just get a job at... <laughs> <laughs> They're making me laugh. I, yeah, I just got a new job at Mission Hills High School, which is a school I have been working with for a while, for seven years. Yeah, you, at seven years. That's crazy. That's crazy. I started teaching there right after I aged out of drum corps. Wow. Yep. 2013. I remember that year. You know, I remember that year too, Phil. That's when I learned how to teach by teaching with you. I was oh, yeah. a junior in high school. Dude, Phil, do you remember? Uh-oh. Do you remember when I like talked to you about your teaching? Actually, I don't, but I, I, I'm actually really curious to hear the story. I, I remember it was after a rehearsal one day, and I like I talked to you, and I was like, I think that I, I just gave you some suggestions right. on teaching. I think that was something like that. I wasn't like roasting you or anything like no, that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I definitely remember there was one time where I was like, hey, let's let's try to do this. And then after that, I roasted him. <laughs> well, that was that was the reason I like wanted to teach with you, was to get some input from someone who had been mm. teaching and someone that 
I hadn't really been like taught by or mm-hmm. or yeah, like anything like it's like something yeah. something fresh, you know. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we've we've talked about this several times on the podcast, but uh, teaching has always been a really important part for a lot of us. And so for me now, I'm I'm of course super excited to to say that it's my actual career now. So nice. full time gig. Yep. So I'm going to be teaching percussion, marching band and digital music. So like I was talking about and before we did the sponsor break, how into recording and, and music production I've been, that's also going to really, really help me when I when I teach the kids at, at Mission Hills. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's honestly a dream come true. And you just wrapped up like all the paperwork stuff, right? Yeah, literally this morning. Finished the new hire paperwork before we recorded today. Dang, it's like official, official. But anyway, um, so that's exciting for me, and yeah, I'm I'm happy about that. Thank you. But Phil, I want to hear about you. I want to know about I you hear about me and what my and what you love to do. I've got a lot of hobbies. Um, I mean, I mentioned like I think I oh that's what I was trying to do. So on one of the posts for our Instagram page, which if you don't follow that. Make sure you go follow our Instagram page at 3x roommates. And when we did the interview series, sorry, using the number three. I'm going to interrupt real quick. Use the number three. Also, we now officially have a Facebook, a Twitter. We have a YouTube page that we're starting to roll stuff out to. Look there for more fun videos eventually coming out in the future. Mm-hmm. Is there is there something? A Reddit. We also have a Reddit page now. Yeah. All so we're yeah we're trying to engage in that community and just try to get the word out there a little bit more about our podcast and of course if you're listening to this right now and and you've and you and you like what you're hearing tell your friends about it we of course appreciate the support yeah tell your friend and comment under our most recent instagram post and say i told my friend and he listened and we'll say thanks anyway back to back to young philium Mm -hmm. so on one of those posts on the instagram page uh when we did like it was when we did the interview series and I think it was the introduction to my, I guess, week, because we did like a week of posts for each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to showcase a variety of photos based on like what I like to do. So mm-hmm. on there, there's stuff like traveling, drumming. Uh, there was a snowboarding picture on there. Um, we've already talked about traveling. In terms of just like general hobbies, like at home, I love just being outdoors, um, just being active too. I, I like to go running on the trails. I used to work out at the gym, but just with everything going on, did the gym is just not a thing. Same. And so I've had to get creative, like going from being able to go to the gym and to having like only 10 pound weights at home and yeah. some trails. So I just had to get creative and sometimes I'll do like at home hit workouts, mm-hmm. but it's just right now I prefer running on the trails over doing at home workouts. And Bless you. <laughs> I Nuts. hate running. It's my Same. least favorite. I actually just got a forty pound barbell. So I, I saw that. I'm really, that. I'm really jealous. Yeah, twenty bucks online. Dang. It's not like an actual barbell though, isn't it? It's like a. Um, it's not like a barbell where you can add weights to it. It's just yeah. a forty pound bar. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like running on the trails right now. My my record six miles, which is crazy because. Before, <laughs> you, you okay, ready? That's so many miles. <laughs> Phil has achieved optimum zoomage. Optimum zoomage. I think literally the fastest mile I've ever run is maybe like an eight-minute mile. That's still not that bad. That's, Thanks. That's still good. 
Yeah. But it was like I ran that mile and then I was like, <gasps> well, you did it though. So I did do it. Heck yeah. Congrats. Good job. And let's give, a, give me some clap. Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, what else? Uh, I, like I said, I really like drumming, or I used to. It's not that I dislike it now. I just mm-hmm. haven't been drumming. But shout out to the Wilfert family for uh, donating their old used drum kit to me. And um, mm-hmm. I'm going to clean it up and kind of renovate it a little bit and set it up and start playing drum set again. I used to play that in high school. And then when I was marching, I just got really into the marching thing and was pra- spent most of my practice time on that. Mm-hmm. So... Now I'm gonna just hop back on kicks. I really miss it, and I like listen to different artists um, right now. And I like just I get really into the the music, and I just mm-hmm. like it makes me really want to drum again. So it's I think it's it's about time. And now that I just finished uh, some at homework with my my photo and video stuff, I got some time. So I'm gonna re like reorganize my room and clean up the drum set and fit it in there. And Are stuff. you going to make a video of you slow motion cleaning your room again? No, no. That was a one-time thing. Like, I, I wouldn't do that again. Okay. But that was a fun little project. It was. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy that video? I Yeah. Phil, My, I will honestly say I really enjoy all the work that you do with any social media stuff. I think it's same. all high quality. Absolutely same. But knowing who you are and you being <laughs> like, yeah, my room's dirty. I'm like, no, you put clothes on your bed. <laughs> like, there's no way your that room That was the only, like, like, dramatic effect thing yeah. I did. Was my, I favorite, added... my favorite part of that video was... The duster? When you, like, flick out the duster. Yeah. Yeah. And you start walking in the room. I was like, that's when we know. This is getting serious. <laughs> this is getting serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, like that was that was just a fun little project. It was like, how do I make something boring, like make it somewhat exciting? You yeah. Know? So that's, yeah. that was the goal of that video. Yeah. So uh, one of one of Phil's other hobbies is just cleaning things. Just cleaning things. Yep. I love cleaning. Clean is king. But that's what they say. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Do you mm-hmm. remember when we lived together and I got that electric drum set? I remember I that. Think, oh, I think you may yeah. have played it like once. Yes. I still have that drum set. Dang. Do you yeah. play it? No. Nice. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we put it in the garage, right? We did. And it was hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I would go out there like an hour like every other week and mm-hmm. play it for a little bit. It's, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Probably I, actually, fun. I remember playing it a couple times as well. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, that's one thing I've really wanted to do lately is like, because I, I think Josh, I was talking to you mm-hmm. uh, last time we recorded and talked about just because of everything that's happening right now, the whole idea of, I feel like, excitement or getting out of your comfort zone or just yeah. doing something adventurous, like all that, that has like changed itself. It's like redefined now. And so like one thing I've really wanted to do Right now, is just go on go on a hike somewhere and just find a, a spot where I can uh, cliff jump into a lake or oh. into the ocean or something like that. Because I've just like I felt like life has been pretty pretty dull lately. Like, yeah, time to make it exciting by risking your life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of risk, a little risk doesn't yeah. hurt, yeah. or it can sometimes, depending. But but yeah, no, like. I just wanted to do something where just something fun. Cause like professionally, I think stuff is actually going really well. Like I just wrapped up my first wedding video, but like personally or like hobby wise or just in general, like who I am, like I just felt like very shut in, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the, like I just wanted to find a safe way to 
go out and do something adventurous without um, risking myself or the people around me um, just spreading COVID-19, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Yeah. I love it. A little bit, little bit of here, a little bit of there. A little bit of here, a little bit of there. Mm-hmm. Brady, have you ever been cliff jumping? Um, no, because I have. I don't have a fear of heights, but mm-hmm. I have a fear of falling uh, from those heights. That's really interesting because the last time we recorded, you said that you wanted to go skydiving, which would be breaking a huge, the biggest fear that I have. Mm. That'd be like the breaking the what, what's the phrase like breaking the breaking f- the law, breaking the fifth, breaking fifth the law, law, fourth law. <laughs> <laughs> You're singing this song. Yeah. <laughs> um, breaking the barrier? Some, the something. something. Breaking the, the sound barrier, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, no, I haven't been cliff jumping in so long either, but I've just been wanting to do it. And I think, I think the last time I did it was when Chris and I jumped off a bridge into the ocean. Where did was someone this? tell you to jump off the bridge? No. Because I bet if they did, you would do it. Pure pressure. Pure pressure. <laughs> but no, like I guess that, that's like a quick little story. But we just went to the beach, and it's South Pano Beach in Carlsbad, mm-hmm. and we just went there. And there's like a there's these really cool jetties that are over there, so you can like just go chill on. If you don't know what a jetty is, it's I think I talked about it in the last episode, but it's just a, yeah, a rock did. formation. Yeah, yeah, that goes out into the ocean. And you said the exact same thing, and like you were like, and if you don't know what a jetty is, and you started explaining it. Gotcha. Well, so, Brady looked confused. So that's I, I wasn't paying attention the first time, I guess. That sounds about right. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so you can go chill on the jetty and stuff. But there's also a bridge that goes over said jetty, and there's mm-hmm. an opening to mm-hmm. the ocean. And if the tide is high enough, not saying you should. But you, you could. could. You could. Um, but I remember looking at that bridge, and I was. this is actually it's one of the first times Chris came down after we had marched together in 2014. Oh wow! And I was explaining to him like, "Oh yeah, I come to the beach all the time in high school with my friends and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And no one ever wanted to jump off the bridge with me. Mm. And he like looked at the bridge and he was like, "I'd be down to jump off that bridge with you." And I'm like, "Let's go jump off that bridge." And you did. And we did. We both jumped How off high that is bridge. It? I'd say it's about. I was gonna say thirty thirty feet. Wow. That's pretty... That's Maybe 25. 25 that's, feet. That's still it's pretty high. Yeah. It was fun, though. Like, the tide was high enough. Because if, if it was low tide, then we wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But we went to go check it out. And sure enough... Yeah. Actually, I, when you were talking about that, I was trying to remember the last time I went cliff jumping. Because the one time I for sure remember doing it was Sunset Cliffs, which is a classic spot that people go do that. Right. I've San actually Diego. never been there. I've been wanting to go. But yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a lovely place. Mm-hmm. So I've gone cliff jumping there once or twice, and it was it was fun, but it definitely was like still kind of scary. Oh, so yeah. I hadn't done it for a while. But then last year, I went to Big Bear with uh, Sasha and her family. Is there a spot in Big Bear? To... Well... Not so much like a spot, but when you go out on the lake, there's a spot that you can swim to. It's it's probably not as high as what you did, but it was still kind of high. It was probably like at least 15 feet. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's not that's pretty much nothing compared to people who really do go cliff jumping. But yeah, it was fun. I gotta check that spot out in Big Bear because I've been there a few times now during the summer. Yeah, you can only really get to it if you're on a boat. I see. 
and then you jump off and swim to it. So, did you zoom on the boat, Brady? I always zoom. Nice. So the answer to your question is yes. Excellent. Great job. Thank you. A cue the Lonely Island song. I'm on a boat. What? Cue the Lonely Island song. I'm on a boat. Oh, okay. All right, let's cue it. Yep. Yeah, and we right, just quiet. got copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> you just got the hardest disapproving yeah, face I've ever seen. I really did. <laughs> he was like, I'm ready for it. <laughs> it's okay, Phil. That's funny. Well, I think that's a good place to cut it off for today's episode about hobbies. If you'd like to give us a follow or a listen on Spotify, make sure you tell your friends about this. Thank you. And you can... Of course, listen to us on other platforms in addition to Spotify, like Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, etc. We're pretty much on everything where you can find your podcasts. And like Brady was talking about earlier, our social media is expanding. So we're on YouTube. We're, we're trying to get into the Reddit world a little bit. So, yeah, we're working to expand. Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to our conversation today on the Three X Roommates podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you follow our Instagram at Three X Roommates using the number three. We're Phil, Josh, and Brady, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye bye.